Welcome to Stuck in My Mind podcast, the show where we dive into the mind of a regular guy on his road to self discovery. You'll hear everyday people just like you share the latest topics, personal stories, and things they've learned along the way. And now, please welcome your host, Wise. And welcome to another episode of Stuck in My Mind podcast. I am your host, W-I-Z-E. I have a very special guest. He, he, this man has, is doing me a real big favor, man. He's actually showing up because my guests had to cancel. They had something that they had to take care of. But I appreciate this brother stepping in because I had actually told him that I want him to, wanted him to come on to this show. He's a fellow podcaster. I was actually on his podcast recently, the In and In or Out podcast uh, sports debate i had a great time it was a great show welcome to the show my man drew willingham hey thank you for that intro brother thank you again for having me on the stuck in my mind podcast i love the name i love the title i love the graphics especially that logo and this guy right here for the opportunity looking forward to having a great episode with you today my man Bro, I appreciate you stepping up last minute, man. Thank you, man. The get my guest, she had, she had to cancel. She had um work had gone over and she didn't want to not make it and, and or push it back even later. But I agree, I appreciate you stepping up and coming to be on the guest, man. Hey, it's not a problem for someone else who works multiple jobs and has multiple projects going on throughout a week. I can definitely respect and understand it when you gotta when you gotta make some decisions and some last minute ones. At least you got one and some decent heads up at the same time too. And luckily, yes. I, I had some free time this afternoon. Had to move a few things around, but I am here with Wazel Hefe to make this episode happen today on the twenty sixth of September. And I appreciate it, brother. I greatly appreciate it. And. Actually, your show and Snowman's show, it's part of the reason why I'll go live because I, I enjoy the now that I'll go live, I get to enjoy the audience interaction. That was something I didn't experience before because I was pre-recorded. But now since I've been going live, just the interaction with people and having them come on and having them actually leave messages and comments and all that, that's that to me was is the most exciting part because they get involved the audience get, actually gets involved it's been a fun ride for me too because i've only been doing the live broadcasting for about six months now i started back in april when my show started it was back in um, june of 2020 the pandemic had was going on and everything like i i was trying to find time to do it then my work my full-time job vamped back up a little bit more to where i didn't really have much time some other things kind of happen. This jersey I'm wearing right here, by the way, my adult baseball league that I've been a part of for five seasons um, has definitely been a, a thing that takes up my summertime uh, time as well. So some other things go into play. And me at 35, it takes a lot more to be able to play baseball. And I have to spend more time, it seems like, working on my body and on myself to be able to play an inning or two at 35 with people who are 18 to 25 years old. So when you weigh all that to the equation, my show kind of slipped through the cracks for a little bit. Finally got it going this year with episode six to where we just hit episode 50. You were there for episode 38. It's been a great ride, you know, in or out of sports, pardon the pun, but uh, <laughs> it's definitely been great. And um, all 26, I have had 26 different panelists throughout those 50 episodes. It takes two to tango, sometimes three because I've had trios editions as well. So without my guest, it would be nothing. So I appreciate all of you for taking part of my show as well. 
man, I appreciate you having me on. I had a great time. We had a um <clears throat> the only part I didn't like was I had to recognize a Red Sox as the best <laughs> as the best number 38. <laughs> saying i i ain't want to have to do it but he was only best 38 available and i guess kurt shouldn't have to be the one yeah i mean it's tough you just had to you had a tough number the 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 funny thing about my show is it's all roulette like i haven't really had many episodes that were planned like this number you're gonna be on it just it just kind of became a thing once i hit the like the teens as far as episodes goes i was like then I came up with the idea of the by the number segment, which a, a, a guy on our network, Russ Telefera, got to give him a shout out for this, came up with the idea for the segment and threw it into the group chat like a year or so ago or whatnot. And I just happened to remember it. And I give him credit every time like the, this part of the conversation comes up because without this idea, I wouldn't have this. So like around round four of the show, because the segments are broken down into rounds, like I have the by the number segment. So whatever episode we're on, like on your episode, it was episode 38. And that was happened to be Kurt Schilling's. But it's kind of taken off. It's kind of a good topic, a, a good icebreaker at some point coming back from the topic of us acknowledging the comments from the fans in the Midway show. So it's kind of like a good icebreaker coming off of those comments from the fans part in the Midway show to kind of keep going for the second half of the show, in my opinion. Oh no, that's it's a great part of the show, man. I, I love it. I had, like I said, I had a great time on your show. We 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 talk sports. We it was it was just great, man. I had a great time doing it. But what got you into podcasting? Like, what made you start? It's a great question, man. Um, back in high school, I I played around with video productions. You know, you got AV stuff and tech technical parts of school and different things you can do outside of just like English and social studies and math and stuff like, you know, that is the cool thing about electives and stuff in high school. So the one thing I played around was marketing was one uh, was a class that I remember taking. And another one was a uh, video was video production in AV class. And that was where I started getting to know what, Adobe Photoshop was, and this was back in the early 2000s, man, because I graduated in 2005. So um, I'm 35 now. So like in that time frame, editing video was a lot more tedious and a lot more in depth with tape and stuff and computers and all. And gra it was a lot more difficult in some aspects than it is today. Today, in certain programs and stuff, I still have a, a hard time with and certain things. Like I was just telling you guys earlier when you and me and Cole were talking outside of the show from Snowman Show earlier about how like I started working with Canva recently. So I'm not too privy with it yet. Certain things are a little bit foreign, but Adobe Photoshop and Adobe Premiere Pro have been like some things I've worked with for almost 20 years at this point now being 2022. And you know, I started doing it in 2002. The thing, though, I got. I wasn't really consistent with it over the years because life happens. You start going in different directions. Um, I, I was, I had to go, you know, there were certain things that I, I can and can't talk about. But the point is with that is like, I eventually found my way back into video productions about, about nine, almost 10 years ago when I was doing music videos and helping some guys out on the side, because right behind me, if you see in this picture to my side is me actually playing the bass, singing into a microphone. Cause I used to do a little bit of slapping the bass back in the day. And a little bit of band action. I was not all that great. I'm not meant for the band life. I'm I'm meant for like I can strum a few chords and we can have a few good times over a few cold ones. And maybe when I retire, some other objects we could talk about at another time. But you know, the the the, the key with that is I lived a great fun life in my teens and twenties. Um paying some of those dividends now. Uh but <laughs> <laughs> like um I have fun. Certain things I don't remember, but certain things I have on video in my own personal collection that I cannot play on the internet because I, I at least know that it happened and that they were good, some good times. But uh, that's <laughs> where that life behind me on the other side it has a lot to do with it as well. So 
but back to videos about uh, 2013 or so, um, 2012, 2013, I started messing around with video productions again, uh, just home movies, just getting used to it. And then like a buddy of mine is in a band and was like, Hey, you do pretty good stuff with that. You mind shooting some stuff for my, my band. And I did like a, they were playing like a live production at a, at a show and I, I put it all together and made a video for them. They put it on YouTube and it, didn't like take off or anything but like to the locals it was it was pretty pretty well known it was pretty pretty well received and it's pretty similar to the things we're doing nowadays with our productions you know about the average views like something like that but yeah it was still big to our like our local because like where i'm from in like the richmond virginia area i live in a, a smaller area or whatnot i did like the chesterfield area or whatnot so with all that it's like a smaller area or whatnot. So it was kind of bigger for them back there in the music scene back then. I went from that to doing some other smaller productions um, in the area, um, some smaller pay, paid gigs um, when it comes to some music stuff. Nothing nothing really major. It didn't really take off because I was still working other jobs and still living a regular life outside of that. It was more like a hobby where I'd make a few bucks on the side, but more so just to get a little bit of fun on the outside of the the, the regular day in and day out grind of the, of the world, you know? Um, from there, it kind of evolved, um, and, and took off to a point to where I was, I was having a good time with it, but then the job that I was working, I ended up making more money where I left to go do that, ended up putting the video productions aside for a while and kind of put it all to a side. Fast forward to about 2018 time. Um, a buddy of mine named Paul Schofield was on the legacy maker sports network and was sharing a bunch of stuff they were doing, like the photography and the videos and the articles that they were doing. And I had been out of video productions for quite some time. So to me, video didn't even register for me to even be, be a, make an impact. However, I am a sports savant when it comes to football, when it comes to basketball, baseball, especially um, outside of it, but sports entertainment with wrestling. You and I have already had that discussion oh, before. We, yeah, we're both so big we wrestling can, fans, yes. You got the belt above my head <laughs> and the Hulk Hogan lunchbox right beside us. So yes, oh, we, we, we definitely... We're definitely some big wrestling fans. I'm on my side over here. I got Diesel and I got Stone Cold somewhere around there. But uh, oh, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, but no, we, like we've we've like you said, we we discussed it on the show. We're huge wrestling fans. We we love talking wrestling. So, with all that being said, like that, that I saw that as a way to you know, I, I talked to Paul. I was like, hey man, are you, do you guys have any openings? Like, what? How does this thing work? Like, you know, how did you get on? Because I knew that he was just somebody like me. There was a grinder day in, day out, working a job, supporting his family that he has. He's a father. Whatnot. I don't have any kids. I'm a single guy, but like I, I understood where his background was. So I knew it wasn't like, you know, Fox or CBS or ESPN type of stuff. It was still cool. But how do I kind of like work my way in? And he knew that I was good with writing stuff and good with composing stuff in certain ways because I play music, put lyrics together, all that kind of stuff before. So when I when I talked to him. I said, hey, is there any way I can contribute? He goes, well, write like a few like draft articles on a few different things within sports. One of them was in WWE talking about the women's revolution, that that pay-per-view they have. It was yes. the first all-ever pay-per-view. Yeah, all women's that pay was the one that won them over. That was the one that won Darrell. When we had the conversation, that was one of them. The, another one was on the Washington Redskins at the time, now the Commanders football team whatever the hell you want to call them like they were you know i'm a fan of the previous team the redskins you can't really see the emblem that's why i still have the license plate up here for the, the haters that can't really say anything but it is still a washington redskins license plate from when i was a young younger person so it's not even relatively recent it is over 10 years ago so <laughs> i'm a fan plus i have a half sleeve tattoo on my left arm that has the emblem in there as well i was got that is as grandfathered in 
Got it before everything happened. Still a fan of the team, and I'm part Native American in a way we could get to that later. But anyway, back to how I got to Legacy Maker. So with Talk to Paul, get sent the articles in. You know, that one with the women's revolution was huge. Got me, and I started out with doing articles-wise. I didn't even do video productions when I first came in here. It was just my thoughts on paper alone that got me in the door of the sports network. Yeah. Um, this was four years ago in September of 2018. Just recently celebrated the uh, four-year anniversary. And luckily, it was before the pandemic, and I got to enjoy the ride of going to Redskins games. I got to go to two games as a fan of the team, covering the team, interviewing them after the game, post-game conference while Adrian Peterson was there. I was living it. Great, man. I was loving it. You know, on the sports journalism side, it was great until pandemic happens. You know how it all went from there. The name changes. It was wild. Everything changed from that aspect, but leading up to that point when that happened, I had done a bunch of productions from high school basketball and well, high school volleyball, basketball, baseball, college basketball and baseball and football to NFL with Darrell doing a couple games with that before all that went down with the pandemic. So I had a great ride. The pandemic comes. And when the pandemic comes, that's when everything shifted. You know, once once that happened, and even Snowman and Cole and others, and, and I'm sure you've known from hearing it from the past too, is when that happened, credentials to get into bigger events like NFL and bigger yeah, that, events that, that like NBA. Non-existent. Was yeah, non-existent, it, yeah. It was especially you know, especially if you was sorry, if especially if you wasn't a major network. If you're not a part of oh, a major yeah. network, you wasn't getting no pass. Yep, that's 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 the, that's where I was about to go with you. So you you were picking up what I was throwing down. So unless you're part of a major network, you weren't getting in because you got to go through stupid COVID protocols and all that stuff. And you know, it was to an extent, it was okay to kind of have a break from it for a little bit, if you if you don't mind, like me beginning real, like you know, certain aspects of it. If you don't watch it, if you work and work and work, and you don't get it, kind of find a good rhythm, it's easy to burn yourself out. And I okay. got to that point, and I was not only burning myself out. Uh, and with what I was doing, but in life. Um, and I had to find a reset because I'd already been through some, some rougher patches when I was younger that I had to work through those hurdles to get to even to where I was in the door here. Once pandemic got here, it kind of threw some other different curveballs at me that I didn't expect, especially with my work schedule and everything. And, you know, you and I and Cole have talked about this and especially with snowman and ourselves, like everybody, like we all have like a lot going on, you know, we have yeah. a bunch of shows and, projects and um you know obligations to our team and our networks and stuff and it's easy 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 if you don't stay organized to kind of let things slip through the cracks and you know make some mistakes here and there that you didn't anticipate making that had you been a little bit more organized and i've been there like i would 100 tell you like my productions are, are pretty decent but it takes the work of not only being organized by myself, but also whoever shows up and they're playing their part as well, too. Without their participation, like I have nothing. So I've learned from things in the past of, you know, from where I started in 2002, starting out with the, the just filming and then editing that stuff down. I got that down to where now I'm at the point to where I just need to figure out the, the animated graphics part of it and how to make a really good logo, which shout out to you, by the way, for hooking me up with an awesome logo that you made for my show, the inner out sports debate that will be first surface tomorrow on episode 51 and 52, 5 PM and 9 PM Eastern time. Sorry for the plug, but I had to, because you were the one who made the awesome logo for those shows. I but, Listen, it, it was, it was funny how, how it happened. Cause you was like, you, you was like, Hey guys, I was wondering if one of y'all could do, if I could, somebody could do me a favor and do a logo. 
And I came up with the idea, all right, how about this? Uh, Cole, you make one, I make one. Whoever wants you, whatever you pick, you, you, you go with. And I just happened to make the better logo at that time because but my man Cole is he's he's a genius. He does a lot of great things. And so for you to pick my my logo, I was I was like, oh man. The Cole crushed it. Cole crushed it. No, he he no, listen, he did a great logo. We added a, we added an aspect of his logo to my yes, logo. Yes, that's what I was about to say. I was about to say <laughs> if you morph the one aspect of his, and even though his was great, you know his every day like his was definitely right up there as one B. There's a one A and a one B. I can't even put a two. It was one A, one B, and I was like, "Why is yours is great?" But if you could take this aspect of his logo right here and you morph them together, you have got a real Wise Cole production right up in here. Oh yeah, that is going to be how we we advertise it. A real Wise Cole production. That's how we're going to roll. Oh man, appreciate it, brother. Appreciate it. <laughs> let's let's. Uh... I, you you know this person. He's always on the snow and in, in the morning. Sick Diggy. What's up, bro? What's up, Sick? It was great to He's talk a, with you earlier, man. Sick is always... Listen, since I started going live, Sick has been supporting me. He's here all the time. I appreciate it, man. And he's, he's like I said, he's one of the reasons why I go live. It's his interaction on Snowman in the morning inspired me to go live because I love the interaction with the guests. And so... He's one of the reasons I do it, and he's he's very supportive of my show. I love it, man. I appreciate it, brother. Thank you. I can't thank you enough for all the all the love you be showing me, brother. Appreciate it. Yeah, shout out to Sick too as well because I've been seeing it in the chats as well. You know, leading you know throughout the comments I've had throughout up into my appearances on Snowman in the Morning and beyond. It's definitely been a great someone to communicate with throughout there. So definitely, we it's great when we have loyal fans. I've got a couple as well on my show as well, and. The more we can build to that, because Snowman has an average now of like 10 to 12 comments. I mean, 10 to 12 fans on his show throughout. The more we can help each other do that, the more I can help him build and vice versa. His teamwork makes a dream work out here. Yeah. Um, and if you don't have consistency in a team, even outside of your regular team, if you don't have other people that you can branch off and work with and collaborate with, what good are we out here in these streets if we're not sharing our expertise in one way or another? And that's why I was like, you know what? I got to have you on my show because you had me on your show. And I'm all about collaboration with my, with, especially with people who I get along with and people I think do great work. And so I was like, yo, I need you to come on my show. What's day work for you? And then it just happened that my guest canceled and you was available. And here we are. And yeah, I appreciate great. it again. I appreciate it, man. I greatly do, man. Yeah, it's not a problem, man. I, I try to be a jack of all trades in some ways. Like, you know, I had my show going on Mondays and Tuesdays, which that's the only way I would have got to 50 episodes as fast, to be honest with you, because I was doing anywhere from two episodes per day on Monday and Tuesday and having four pumped out in 48 hours to now I've scaled it down to having it on just Tuesdays, but I still have Mondays available. So I was like, got to do some spark plug action on my car. I was planning on that, but I just shifted it up to where I did that first and your show afterwards. So it kind of, it kind of worked itself out, man. So I'm glad to be able to make it happen and to be here on your show today. And yeah, like I told you, that's in order for you to grow as a pot, this is what people don't know is you're going to get your, you're going to get your regular audience and all that, that you're going to build up eventually. But one of the keys for being a podcaster is to go on other podcasts is to go be a guest on other podcasts to help get people that you probably wouldn't get normally get to attract people like sick probably sick wouldn't have known nothing about me had it not been for snowman it's just the fact of me being on Same snowman here. in the morning he he found he he found me enjoyed my content and now he's a supporter and i appreciate that and that's what you do is you go on other shows you go speak what you know about have a good time 
and you might gain a new fan. You might gain someone who's going to come and listen to your show regularly. And that's and that's all it takes. Yeah, and if it wasn't for Snowman, like this episode for you right now wouldn't even be happening because that's how I found you too. And that's, that's how you we wouldn't connected. have been in on my show in the same way. Like that's how we connected exactly. So uh, it's 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 great how the world works um, when you have you know like minds who are just out there and genuine people who want to help each other get from where they are now to where they want to be, then that's that's how we got to do it out here in these streets. And exactly. T-E-A-M. Together, everybody Everyone, achieves more. Well yeah. said, Sick Dicky. I love it. Definitely. It's and, great. And, and that's that's something I'm big on is is work is is working with other people. Is And Cole, tell you, like, Cole, like Cole told you before, he says, oh, my... Why would you want an intro for Poppy J and why is it heavy when you already had one that he thought was good? And I'm like, okay, let's get this straight. Okay, it was good, but it's not Cole Johnson good. And I wanted, and I, I don't have an ego. And I can, I'm I'm quick to say, yo, listen, his his intro was much more fire than my intro. And I have no shame in saying it because now it's my it's he's it's my intro now. So and I'm hey. using it and I appreciate it. I want it on tape right now, all right? What you guys did earlier, I have an open invitation for an intro for that for my show. You are more than welcome to do it. I'm not going to put it on you. You don't have to do it. You don't have to do it because, like I said, I'm cool with having my own and, and doing what I'm doing because it's okay. But seeing what that that intro that we just started this show with, that was yes. the Cole, that was a Cole Johnson production. No, that was mine. Well, that's still badass, too. Whichever, whoever did that, that was awesome. But – you can have an open competition for that too if you guys want to. And I hope Cole's gonna hear this episode at some point. If you guys want to take that competition on your hands, fine. If not, I'll keep rocking the way I am. But with what you guys pulled off with that that uh, logo competition and just like a short of like 90 minutes from when we really talked about it, talked about it, you, you pulled out something pretty good in 90, 90 minutes that I wouldn't have expected. And I definitely appreciate <laughs> in such a short notice. It was definitely it was quick. I was just sitting there, I was like, yo, we was just sitting there, we was just talking. I'm like, okay, let me just see what I could mess around with. And it just happened that I put that logo up there, and he was like, "Oh man, yeah, that's fire." But uh, sometimes when you're just let's, shooting let's, the breeze, it's when the best stuff happens, though. Let's see, let's see. Matter of fact, because I'm sure people are wondering what it looks like. No, that's not it. That's not the one. <laughs> he said he learned that phrase from Bone Thugs and Harmony. <laughs> nice. That's yeah. awesome, sick. So okay, so if everybody who, if you can see my upper what to me it's my right hand corner yeah, but up, it's, up in the corner that's the yeah. new logo that he's talking about uh so yes it's up above him um so yeah that's the one we i designed for him with a little bit of cold me influence as well <laughs> yeah that, that was and that and definitely cole's influences we zoomed in on that on that face picture because the one that he made which was still a great logo altogether too like i would yeah, use that as well and I, and I still yeah. might i still might use cole's and, and fluctuated in there too it's just <laughs> like the one a is wise one b is cole <laughs> definitely acknowledged both because they did a great job however it's, it's teamwork makes the dream work and sometimes when it, it and with the lesson with that, I want to share with people is, and this is something I even brought up with them earlier is sometimes it's, it's, a, it takes a lot of pride in yourself to ask for help. Okay. When you're struggling out there, yeah. you can be struggling with whatever it is. And in my case is sometimes I try to take the weight of the world on my shoulders and, and get frustrated when things don't go a certain way because I'm trying to make them go one way. And sometimes the way you plan it out 
from A to B to finish, it doesn't work out the way it is. And the older I've gotten, I've had to realize, like, you know, dude, you got to chill a little bit because it's not going to work out the way you anticipate it's going to work out from start to finish. And the one way I wish I could just pick up a logo maker and, and make an awesome logo, but in, in my mind, I also know because I'm my own worst critic, what I make is not great when it comes to logos. So make decent video productions. I'm a pretty decent video producer. Got 50 episodes of a show that a network allows me to produce. So if I'm doing okay for them to allow me to produce 50 episodes and 110 as of tomorrow, total productions in my career, I guess you want to say as a video producer, out of 110 projects, 50 of them of my own show by myself, I can't complain. Having a great ride. Listen, I've learned in the two years that I've been doing, because I'm not, my background has nothing to do with media. I wasn't in video production. I wasn't in audio production. None of that. I'm, I'm a table games dealer at a casino. That that was my career. It still is. I still work there. Okay. But I found my passion in, in podcasting. And as you know, being a podcaster, uh, uh, you do a lot of your own editing. You do a lot of your, all your own work and all that. And it's not easy work. It's not easy. But you enjoy it so much that you don't think of it as work. You're there just doing it. And I, at first I was strictly audio. And it took some time for me to build it up and and improve. And, and I took courses and lessons and or that I learned, I learned Audacity, I learned Reaper, learned a bunch of different programs. And, but it was because I wanted to improve. These are things that I, I, I found that I enjoy doing. So I wanted to improve in those things. So I started learning these things. Same thing as video production. I, I, I actually started doing my podcast as a video as of September of last year. And since then I've just been, been going crazy, but it was me again. It was pre-recorded, and so of course you had to edit stuff out when things happen and all that. But the evolution led me to going live, so it saves me on editing because now I'm live. I don't have to worry about editing. It, 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 it whatever comes out comes out. But it, it's just it was just the evolution from where I started from. I start like I said I started audio. Now I'm doing video production and all this other stuff. And it's just great, man. I would if you would have told me a couple few years ago that I would be doing this. Well, are you crazy? I don't know how to do none of those things. <laughs> I don't know how to do edit. I don't. I didn't do logos and stuff. Like one of my first logos was a logo I did for my cousin. He uh he has a um he goes and removes junk from people's homes and stuff like that. And he he was just talking about yeah I got this business so I decided to make him a logo and I and I sent it to him. He was like yo that's dope. And so since then, I just started doing logos for people as once in a while I get paid for it. But for the most part, it was me doing it for a friend or something or, or someone I know. And, and just here you go. And but to me, it was just the work. It was just being able to to have the work eventually so that when I start doing charging gigs, I have a portfolio. I have something yep. to show of what I'm doing. So sometimes for me, I didn't, it didn't matter if I did a free logo for somebody because eventually someone else would see my work and they'd be like, okay, I want to hire you. 
Yeah, because I mean, I'm definitely going to advertise, you know, the logo that you made, and uh, I definitely like, you know, we'll, we'll definitely get up after the show and, and talk about some more promotional stuff. I'll get you to send to me or whatnot, so I can have for my shows going forward or whatnot. We definitely work some cross promos and and work that out because that that was definitely some great on the fly work that you did for me earlier. Um, because you know, like like Sick was staying with us earlier with the comments, like it definitely teamwork makes the dream work out here. And without us doing that um, and helping each other out, it, it's that's it, not how we get anywhere in these streets. You can't do it alone. No, so, you can't. You can't. And, and especially like with the, your, your point too, with um, it, it is a lot to edit it because when I was doing my first five episodes of my show, it was strictly we did it on like a Zoom chat, and then I would take it off the Zoom chat, the the meeting call or whatever, and then edit it to where we would have the backdrop that we have like in our, our episode right now, and it would look like this, but it would be pre-produced and, and uploaded later. Working around with StreamYard, starting with episode six, has made it a lot easier. You can also download the full episode right away, and then you can chop it up into different things. And, like, you know, you can still have the full episode that was streamed, but then, like, if you had, like, a, a five to ten minute clip in there that was really awesome that you wanted to share out there, which you, you know, have done at times, so have I, and when we have time. That's another thing, too. Time is not always on our side when we have multiple things going on at the same time with you doing Snowman in the morning with them and this show and your other projects we talked about earlier it's like you got to balance the time out plus you got a regular life and you're married too so you yeah. gotta <laughs> you gotta work all that in too so you, we were just talking about that with you and cole and snowman earlier luckily i mean i wouldn't say luckily you guys are the ones that are lucky luckily you guys are the ones that are happily married i am single but there's still some aspects of that that are still okay cool so with all that being said we're all happy with our lives but we wouldn't be happy with our lives if we didn't have them budgeted out right and balanced out right with our schedule and stuff like that Oh no, yeah, definitely. Cause I last year I went ham. I went crazy. I was recording every day, probably two like seven days a week. And the wife was cool with it because she saw that I was passionate about it. She was like, All right. But then it got to a point where she, it, you need to start spending time with the wife. So I, I scaled back. I, I I stopped scheduling shows Friday on Saturday Saturday and Sunday. And that, that was the time for me and her. And so, like you said, it, it takes balance. Like I do snowman in the morning. Now I have uh, the NFC beast with, with Ben and, and Sam and cool McCain, other people, it's, it's, again, another snowman connection. I, I, I do. Uh, I'm producing another show for my friend, Angela Castillo Hernandez, which is going to be coming out probably in November, which is called I am wild. I am wild podcast. It's women of worth. And to have her actually, want me to produce it for her and help her produce her podcast to me i'm i'm honored because this is again this isn't something this is not a career i thought i would be doing but i'm blessed to be able to do it i'm, I'm blessed to be able to to produce other shows and, and learn and, and hone my craft and and only way you learn is by doing it so when people be like oh i want to do it i want to start a podcast just press record stop being afraid take that risk you don't know what's going like whatever you want to do, you can, you're, you're, cap you're capable of doing it. It's you holding yourself back. And that's why I named my podcast stuck in my mind because I was stuck in my own head for such a long time with wanting to start a podcast and just making up excuses to why I shouldn't do it. 
Absolutely. And there's the, the biggest thing that everybody needs to realize is there's different levels to this, right? There's level one where you do pr press record and hit stop. Like you were talking about It's not, you have to get to level one and get over that first hurdle of having the confidence of getting behind a microphone and saying what's on your mind, no matter what the topic is, it can be sports related, which is what I mainly do. And what, you know, you and I were first connected with, which was sports. Was sports. Yeah. Um, and, but you got to be able to one, have the, the task at hand, stay on topic and, and work within the realm of what you're talking with. That's, that's step one. And you can yeah. do that, record, stop, and then you, you can edit that. Once you get to that point, then you can go to step two, which is where you can start streaming and doing that stuff too. Um, and, and if you look at episode six of my show, I was definitely still figuring it out. It was definitely not that great. That's why I tell people when you look at the inner out sports debate, look at episodes one through five and then seven through present, because <laughs> don't look at episode six. It is a dumpster fire. It looks like we were a bunch of dumpster pelicans running a show. It was terrible. So but I, I'm sure I'm sure it's even with me, because I'm sure when I first started, I had nerves. I was nervous and I didn't know what I was doing. And, but it was just me taking that risk. And you can see as time progressed, my confidence level went up. My The way I present myself now is much more different from when I first started. When I first started, you could see I was green. But now I'm much more comfortable behind this mic. I feel like I, I belong here. At first, I, I felt like, what am I doing? I'm like over, I'm like drowning. I'm over, I'm way over my head. And, but the more you do it, the more confidence you gain, the much more skills you gain, the more it's, it's like with anything practice, man, you need to practice. You need to sit behind here and, and do it. And so now it's like, okay, it's, it's nothing to me now. Now to me, it was that now I'm able to go live and have a great show and have a great conversation because of the confidence level I have in myself and in the confidence level I have in my guests. Yeah, man, it's definitely a great ride being able to get on here. And especially once you're comfortable and, you know, you get the confidence to to carry through. For me, being on the camera and talking has never been an issue. Like with, with starting with the AV stuff when I was younger and playing around with this. I I played around jokingly. There's a there's VHS tapes of me beating the hell out of kids with steel chairs and throwing them through tables in the Attitude <laughs> Era, 2001, 2002. Um, I, did some, I did a bunch of yard work and stuff for like, couple years and had enough money where i bought a playstation 2 no 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 about you know playstation the first playstation was gifted as you know from the from the upper higher units at that point as a kid playstation 2 i bought and a camera a sony handyman with night vision and we were having night matches throwing each other through tables breaking things as kids that we should not have been breaking and getting <laughs> yelled at as kids in the early 2000s attitude era having a great time but from that to now had I not taken those leaps and gotten scolded plenty of times for doing some <laughs> dumb things when I was younger and not interacted with people and becoming more of a people person as I've gotten older, there's still other things as an adult that I need to work on that I'm not too shy to say that I should, but I need to make some improvements there. However, and when it comes to this and to be able to get on the microphone here to talk with you, people that like, you know, when we first got on Snowman in the morning, had never met you before or Cole. Snowman yeah. was there. Snowman dipped. Um, and and it was the first time I was on Snowman in the morning, and we just rolled with, with talking about wrestling. Like in, in my background, I went to wrestling. It's like the same thing here. 
if you guys just if anybody in the world if you just genuinely connect no matter what the topic is you're going to get a decent conversation no matter what it's revolved around and yeah. this just happened to be sports related and that's what ties us all together is that and it's crazy because as you can see my show is not a sports show no it's more of a conversation piece is more of talking with people and getting to know people and and just again to show people like, hey, everybody, we out here, we all regular people out here. We all have stories, we all have life experiences. And that's what my show, my show is about, is to be able to sit down with people who are doing some great things because your show is amazing. Thank I'm you. telling you, everybody needs to go check out his show. I'm gonna have a link in the I'll put a link out there soon. And definitely have to check it out, man. It's a great show. But I'm my show's not a sports podcast. So when Brian asked me to to, to co-host the show, I was like, at that time I was working i was off sunday mondays so i could only do the monday morning and he was like that's fine that's good i, I just need you to come on and and me and cole had never worked together mm -hmm. i'm saying because brian had to go on sabbatical because he was recovering from cancer and all that and me and cole we really didn't know each other that way and we hit it off instantly we had a great show that first show you could see the chemistry was there we had a great time and from there me and that our relationship just grew and evolved from that like I saw how cool of a brother he was. And he was like, yo, you man, cool. You know a lot of stuff. And he's like, you, 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 your show is a sports show? I'm like, nah, man. My show has nothing to do with sports. And he's like, what? <laughs> he says, you don't have a sports show? You don't do a sports show? I said, nah. My show is more about mental health and, and self-development and growth and all that stuff. But I know sports because I love sports. Since I was a little kid, I would read the paper from the back. I would start from the back which is the sports section. And so for me to be able to talk about stuff that I love to talk about was easy. So we hit it off. We had a great time. We we've built a great relationship and now I consider him one of my best friends in the business. Yeah. And I think with, with you talking about mental health and, and with background and stuff, it's like, there's certain things, and especially when you're at a younger age, that can that can transpire, that can kind of leave scars, that can kind of um, kind of like lead you into different directions um, in mine. And I'll actually take this into the direction that this show needs to take get taken because of the type of show that you have now. We've we've definitely had some great conversation throughout the show, but based upon what you just said, your point of your overall point of your show, it's time for like my point with that. So when I was a kid, you know. There's certain things I can and can't say that I experienced, but what led to me being 14 years old, regular kid, playing sports, you know, having a great time to try and smoke cigarettes for the first time, you know, uh, it's definitely, it's definitely um, something that carried on for, with me for 19 years. Well, let me see. From that point, I was, I was, yeah, for no, 21 years almost because it was until January of this year that I finally quit cold turkey. Um, I was up to two packs a day. I was smoking you know, two packs a day, which is about $15 a day with Marlboro's. It was terrible. Um, and finally in January, I quit cold turkey. So um, when, you're, when you're a kid and you experience certain things, um, they can leave lasting effects. And, um, you know, certain things are offered to you. And, you know, one of those was cigarettes. I was like, I'll try it and see if that, uh, that, actually, that actually like numbs the pain a little bit. And for a stupid way, it actually did. So cigarettes kind of in a way like evolved to where by the time I was 15, it was like almost a regular thing. It was a regularly thing to where I was either getting them from somebody or 
had a way to go to a, a store that was in the area, this convenience store that didn't card, even though I did not look anywhere close to 18 and was still getting cigarettes. And um, one thing led to another that, you know, for damn near 20 years, they had a hold on me. And it's just like any type of drug out there, whether whatever you label it on, um, it, it had a, a hold on you. Nicotine is very compelling um, for kids to be able to get their hands on it, um, to be able to suppress anything whether it's alcohol or, or cigarettes or nicotine or any type of drugs, it's, it's not the way to go. Um, and that was a direction that I took for a while. And when we were talking about earlier um, with uh, certain things that kind of led me away from video production when I was a kid in school and stuff, things that I actually were passionate about, which is actually coming to light more in my thirties now. Yeah. Um, I, I drifted um, for quite some time, man. Um, and, and for whoever this person says, got to converse about what comes natural. That's what makes it interesting. Well, you know what? We are conversing about things that are definitely natural. They're making it interesting. So thank you for the, for the props with that for one. Uh, but for two, um, leading back to what I was saying, you know, there were some things that transpired in my youth that, you know, you try to find other ways to suppress it. And um, sometimes you find the, the a bad habit that sticks with you. And cigarettes was the worst habit that stuck with me for many years. Um, I didn't really realize how bad someone smells who smokes cigarettes until after I stopped smoking cigarettes. Like <laughs> um, some people were like, yeah, man, you smell like a walking ashtray. You were coming through here. I was like, I'm sorry, man. Like, you know, I'm sorry for that. Like, you know, all that stuff. And, you know, I, I picked up some other habits when I was younger, too, that it carried on and lingered on. But as I got older, I, you, you know, you got to be able to compartmentalize things cigarettes is not something you can compartmentalize. It's not like alcohol and stuff. It's not like that where you know the times and places where 8 p.m. to midnight in certain spots like we were talking about earlier with certain things there, YSL Hefe. Yes, we did. So when it, when it comes to that, that falls in the same category. So, yes, but cigarettes was not the thing, and it was a terrible habit that had my a handle on me. Like, I work a job mainly full-time for Geek Squad where I go into people's houses and pimp out their living room where I work in home theater and like mount TVs and do some like techie stuff in their house. And, you know, it, it just, it's amazing to me to think that for those years that I was smoking, how I, you know, it, how I didn't really bother many people. Nobody really said anything to me about it. It might've been cause I was spraying some spray on before I went to the house to try to help for one. Cause I knew a little bit about it, but two, maybe it's just my overall personality. They looked past it and they were like, Hey, he might smell like freaking ashtray, but he's cool as hell. We're going to let him keep doing his thing. Cause he's making our living room look awesome. So, just like Six says, everybody has their vice. Um, they definitely do. But as I'm getting older, as I'm thinking more about my future, there's definitely a lot more things I have to improve. I'm not. I'm not perfect. I'm a human. We all make mistakes. Like there's yeah. definitely discrepancies within our lifestyle that hold us back in certain directions that others wouldn't, you know, participate. Maybe hold you back or be more uplifting. But yeah. in this case alone. Um, it has been a little bit over eight months now since I quit cold turkey. I'm proud of it. It took a many, many, many attempts to try different things, whether it was the gum, the patches. Um, I never really tried that medicine, whatever that uh, I forget what it's called that they um, advertise, but I haven't tried that. But I just stopped cold turkey and I had to take 10 days off from work, man. 10 day vacation just because I knew I was going to probably snap at the first Karen that had to say something smart about, well, why isn't this app doing it or whatever it was? They were going to say something about their TV or whatever. So I was like, you know what, I'm gonna take 10 days off. And I did. And I'm, I'm proud of it that I haven't slipped since then and have kept it going. And, you know, there's days and there's times where people in certain oh, you, I'm sure challenge that, you. 
Oh sure yeah, you want to light up like right, right there on the spot. It's tough, but, but I think that's why I I went from that was in January, right, to where my show revamped back up in April. I think that's part of the reason why I put so much work into it because there have been a lot of trying times throughout this journey of this fifty episodes that I've gone through. That had it not me being so soul focused on achieving my goals meeting my task, staying organized to where I can get cool people like you on my show to where I can say that through 50 episodes, I have 26 different panelists. It takes a lot of work, a lot of organization, a lot of prepping to do from A to B and where we're at. And it's all attributed to things I've learned in the past. And you, if you don't grow from the things that you do when you were a kid and you don't eventually evolve to where they're not holding you back, you can't get anywhere. And there are certain things still to this day that, as a human, I still have a hard time getting over the hurdle of, but I'll figure that out as, as time carries on, as we get older in this crazy thing we know as life. So the comment was uh, left by my man, Joaquin Figueroa. Uh, he's a fellow podcaster. Uh, he's actually the host of um, Insensitive Culture Podcast. I'm almost positive that's the name. You can correct me if I'm wrong, Joaquin. I just, I can't remember the name of your podcast at the moment. But I love the he like he's he's a fellow podcaster, and he, his show is also amazing. I love it. But this 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 is what I'm talking about: having people like him comment and leave those cool comments and say like it's interesting to have authentic conversations, and that's what that's what I that's what I want from my podcast is to show people that hey, we're just regular people here having some good conversation, having a good time. We all have been through struggles in our lives. We've all been has ups and downs, but look, we're, look where we're coming out of. This is we're, we're both we both have pretty good su successful podcasts. They're growing. The audience are growing. We, you, if you can go through, you can go through whatever you, you are going through in life. You can still come out. Of, you still come out good on the other side. Mm -hmm. You just got to pick yourself up, man. It's it's times. Yeah, we struggle. This and and again, it's this. That's what life is about. It's, it's it's going through these ups and downs and, and and just taking these experiences and just learning from them and, and growing and and help and just want wanting to just not fail not continue not like everybody and if you know my story you know all the things I've been through all the all the loss and all that and I could have easily given up I could have easily made that an excuse to give up. But that wasn't in me. It was like, nah, I, I'm, there's, there's people that have probably been through worse than, than what I've been through. And they pick themselves right back up and continue to continue to continue to live their life and 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 go forward. And so, yeah, I, I had my struggles. I had my demons that I had to face. But I'm here. I'm here to doing what I love to do, speaking to some amazing people, making some great friends because I consider you a friend. Absolutely. Same here. And so to be able to sit down and, and speak to people that I enjoy speaking to and, and having great conversations and hopefully someone can listen to what we're talking about and say, Hey, look, these are two just guys chopping it up. They have, they look like they're having a great time doing what they're doing. Maybe if I find what I'm passionate about, I can do what I'm doing. Yeah, it is, and it's, it's day by day. It's one step at a time. And if you don't learn from the experiences of yesterday, it won't make you better for tomorrow. 
So I, this right here, this right here is one of my coworkers from, I, I've known him from day from since day one that I started at my job and he's been supporting me since he heard my four, first podcast. And he's one of my loyal, he's a loyal fan. He's a great friend. And I appreciate him because he doesn't have to listen to my show or watch my show, but he does. And that's because he has, he, he, listen, he's, I consider him a great friend. And, that's awesome. And we, we, we might not agree on a lot of things. Like on, as far as politics, sports, we might not agree on things, but that's the great thing about it is that we still can be friends. I'm saying because he's a Mets fan. <laughs> hey, I'm a Braves. I'm a Braves fan, so we, have, we got that right there. <laughs> he's a Mets fan, and I'm a Yankees fan. But we, and then we, but we still got enough respect for each other to like listen, accept our differences, and still be great friends. <laughs> he's not. <laughs> <laughs> No, man, but it's awesome to have loyal fans, um, friends, especially to, to be there. And, uh, you know, I've got some, too, that definitely is the, the hardest thing, too, with my show is having a finding a consistent time because I try to do you know multiple shows in a day sometimes. But if you know, with that, I still got people that will come on there and they're loyal and, and comment, too. So for you to have that with especially with coworkers, too, that you can, you know, share some camaraderie with and, and some, um, you know, even things and some expectations that are the same, if maybe not the same, has some disagreements or whatnot. It, it may not be the, the best or it may not be the best or worst conversation you've ever had, but it's still a conversation to have and that you have somebody there that you can talk with. That is great to have, too. Yeah, Listen, you got to respect everybody's differences, man. This is. I'm not, I'm not, I don't want anybody to believe what I believe in. That's my beliefs. You, whatever you believe in is your beliefs, whatever you want. I'm not here to change your opinion on anything. That's your opinion. I'm saying that, that has nothing, that, is, that has no reflection on what kind of friendship we're going to have. It, it, it doesn't. It's, it, it's what you're believing, but we still be good friends. We still good friends, man. Like It's, it's crazy because. People don't see that. They 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 think because oh we're different, we can't be friends. Nah, man. This, this that's he's me and him are great examples that listen, regardless of where what we believe in, you can still be good friends. You still have a great relationship with each other and still respect each other at the end of the day. Hey, John Cena said it best. HLR, hustle, loyalty, and respect. Right there. Those are the three things that he goes by. You know, even though Kurt Angle had the three eyes, you know. I, I I still like John Cena's better with the HLR hustle loyalty and respect. <laughs> even though I still don't know what the whole point of this thing is. Can't see me yet. But <laughs> but the HLR though, you at least we're on point with that there, John Cena. So yeah, sick. Not not everybody's into football or soccer as we say here. <laughs> but... Football, yes. Football, yes. But uh, I mean, it's still it's still part of sports. Yes. Um, like when we get to the World Cup and stuff like that, I get a little bit more active with it, and I know enough to where within that to where I can actually communicate with it during that. But do I watch like Major League Soccer and stuff on a regular basis to where we can talk about no. it all year round? No, World Cup time, I'll do my homework, and yes, we'll be able to have fluid conversation within that. But but no, I'm not a homer for soccer. I am a homer for National Football Football <laughs> League. That you know. The ground and pound, the football. That is the main one that I'm that I can talk about day in and day out. Baseball too, big with baseball, and wrestling would be the third. I would say NBA would be fourth, but I do know a lot about NBA in there too. But um, 
you know, that's with the sports background. But, but yeah, when it comes to hustle, loyalty, respect, John Cena got to cap that with that one. Oh, he's he's definitely one of the greatest of all times. But what got what made you fall in love with wrestling? Because I know me, it was my brother taking me to the garden and introducing me to to wrestling. That what that's what made me fall in love. I, like I saw Jimmy Superfly Snooker. I've seen Andre the Giant. I've seen Big Johnster, King Kong Bundy. And but yeah, I, I loved it and all that, and, and that's what drew me in. But like like you, the Attitude Era is really where I love it. Is what I truly love. Stone Cold, The Rock, The Undertaker, The Nation of Dominations, Triple H, DX. This is what made me love pro wrestling. And you're not too far off from me, except for the way I got introduced was not at a very young age as you think. I was born in 87, so I grew up during the 90s. I did not really see the Hulk Hogan era um, as as many of as my age who were fans of wrestling to this day are privy to say that, yeah, they watched Hulk Hogan and Bret Hart and stuff like that. I didn't really get to know wrestling. I was a big Jim Carrey fan growing up in like comedy. Uh, one of my biggest influences is Chris Farley. So when you see me get animated and I talk like this and then I bring it back down and we start talking like this and then we get back animated like this. That is from Chris Farley. So between that, Jim Carrey, Adam Sandler, that crew from back then, big fans of them. So whenever their movies came out, even if they weren't comedies and they sucked ass, I still watched them. So oh, one of uh, my favorite movies is Black Sheep, man. Yep, that, and and with that, all all except Beverly Hills Ninja was, eh, but I mean, oh, yeah, but, but, <laughs> but I mean the rest of them were great. Tommy Boy yeah. is still my my favorite. Oh, Tommy Boy, Harley. yeah, Tommy Boy is all definitely one of my favorite. favorite too. But with that, like, um, Man on the Moon with with um, Jim Carrey and wrestling because he was Andy Kaufman. Yeah, the, yes. the great Chris Farley, absolutely. Uh, with with when he was Man on the Moon and Jim Carrey was Man on the Moon and playing Andy Kaufman and the Jerry Lawler um, episode, yeah, we got yeah. slapped with the, the yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When that transpired, and I saw that in the movie. I was like, professional wrestling. I'd heard about it, but I was told that it was stupid. I was an amateur wrestler, like from six years old on wrestling, did okay um, until I got older, started smoking, and we'll give it to that later. But the with with that point. And I saw the movie and I was like, this is cool. And around that time that that movie came out was the Attitude Era. It was 98. Yeah. So Stone Cold was getting hot. The Rock was getting hot. So I saw The Rock getting out of the Nation of Domination. DX, Triple H going into his own as Shawn Michaels had just retired. I didn't even, yeah. this was, Man on the Moon came out after Shawn Michaels retired. So I didn't even see Shawn Michaels first run until after DX. he came back. Mm. And then the, the WWE Network is when I really got to see the old school stuff. I've gone back since then, since I've gotten older and I've, I've gotten privy to the stuff that happened since I, the, the stuff I missed out on yeah. and even stuff I, I missed out on as I got older to where now we can talk about anything wrestling pretty much. However, that point forward from when man on the moon came out was what got me into wrestling. I started watching the attitude era. I was getting yelled at for having it on the TV, but then I would, I would cut it off and start recording it on VHS and then finding a way to watch the, the, the Monday night Raws and the WCW nitros and the, the thunders and, and watching that all happen. I remember when WCW went out of business and all that stuff happened when Vince McMahon bought it. Oh yeah. It and, wild. And, yeah. And the Shane McMahon actually shows up on, yep. on, on nitro. nitro. And, yeah. I remember all that. That's, that's one of the times I, I like I said, that's the time I really did watch wrestling more than i did growing up even though growing up i I was it wasn't listen when growing up it wasn't sad you would get it saturday mornings or saturday afternoons that's when you would get it 
or if if you were lucky enough and you will pick up a station from like texas and you got to see world championship wrestling from texas and all that but you it was mostly saturdays until they went and bought monday night raw and then of course the monday night wars started and all that so back then it was just a certain time you would see there were certain days you would just catch wrestling it wasn't like how it is now where you have it monday tuesday wednesday thursday friday you have shows every day you can catch <laughs> yeah man it's um it, that's honestly like that type of professional wrestling the, the character promo aspect chris farley who was another big inspiration for me growing up that is how when you really think back when your experience on episode 38 of my show that's what i really try to bring to my show the sports entertainment aspect of it to where i'm going to drive my point across but in an entertaining way to where it leaves an impact on you to where you're thinking about it. So like, man, watching first take was bland as hell as compared to watching this. This is a sports debate show to where, yeah, they're going to agree on some stuff, but they're going to disagree on stuff. But it's not going to be like other debate shows where they're going to disagree on everything because the other person who's in the wrong is not making sense for their reason. And on my show, I would rather us agree and, and just, you know, kind of compliment each other on our facts when we agree, then go at each other when we disagree that's how you have a fun sports debate show. And that's how I've carried the, the Chris Farley, you know, inspiration, the attitude area inspiration and the promo actions. Like we talked about earlier, sometimes you're put into situations, whether it's joining other shows or just in life in general, where you're not fully prepared for it. And in WWE in the attitude era, you had to be ready to go because they gave you the stick, which is known as the mic to you guys who are not wrestling fans. And you got to be ready to go when the light is on, when the red light is on and you are live. What are you going to say? I mean, this is the times where you think it over in your head, where you are absolutely in the name of this podcast, stuck in my mind. Podcast, you got yeah. to let what's in your mind out. And that's where that practice and all that leads to today and the things we're able to pull off in 2022. Yeah, it, 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 it did. It has led to what we're able to do now. And to, to me, it's just being able to, again, to have conversations on things that I enjoy talking about is is to me the best is being able to sit here and talk <laughs> i Yo, don't want to pull this up what did, what did corrado say that is a paragraph in itself. Hey, listen, narrate this. we need morgan freeman to narrate this one. Oh man he gave he goes let me tell you how i became a mets fan i came to america from sicily in 1973 at 10 years old and settled in brooklyn a cousin of mine living in brooklyn was a mets fan and that year he took me to shea stadium to see my first ball game ever baseball game ever and i became a Mets fan okay I, I can i can i, like that. I can I like respect that, that a little bit more i can respect that a little bit more I, I, i'm still gonna bust your balls about them but still absolutely <laughs> absolutely even though our teams are combating for the nl east lead going into the playoffs i've got to say this you know i do have some respect for you my braves are only a game and a half out from you right now as of right now corrado but I do have to say I respect your story. Mine's a little bit different. My brother's 15 years older than me, and he's a Phillies fan. So growing up, go Phillies. Well, when the Braves came to town, it was F.U. Braves. F.U. Braves. Well, you know, that's how I became a fan, a super fan, when I was a kid, like five years old, playing RBI baseball for Nintendo. That's how far back I go. RBA, RBI baseball for the original Nintendo. Yes. I started playing with the Braves. Dale Murphy was on like the original RBI baseball, I believe. Um, and then playing with like, you know, the Richmond Braves, which were, you know, in my hometown area here in Virginia, 
where Chipper Jones and all of them came up from seeing them. That's how I became a real big fan. And it was right before it was right before the strike when I started acknowledging them as a Braves fan when I was like six or seven years old. Then they won the World Series. So I've seen two World Series in my lifetime as a Braves fan inspired by Chris Farley. Uh, yeah, good. I've, I've seen I've seen five. <laughs> I've seen five in my lifetime. But hey, what can hey, I say? I, I don't know. You got a, you got a lot more in your lifetime. Yeah, you weren't around for well, the seventies. Well, ones. I've seen. I, no, I wasn't. I wasn't around. I was. I was. I was not. I was what? When they were seventy-seven, I was probably one years old. But it's a great I, story. <laughs> <laughs> but but I, I've seen it. I've seen, the, of course, the '90s, where we actually beat your Braves in '96. But we'll we'll leave that alone. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Let's leave that. <laughs> Six said, uh, "My first baseball game was MLBPA baseball for Super NES back in the day. I remember that." And if y'all remember another game that was big for um uh, what was it uh Nintendo sixty four Nintendo sixty four was Ken Griffey Junior. Baseball. Yes. Well, my my my, my well my first baseball game was um it wasn't RBI but I love RBI baseball. It was uh oh man what was it? I think it was baseball superstar something. It wasn't even it wasn't even real baseball teams. It was like a bunch of different. It wasn't even real teams, and it wasn't even real players. That was my first introduction to baseball. But RBI was definitely one of them. Dude, and... growing up, huge base, huge video game fanatic. My bad. Oh, you're not the only one. Yeah. I have, listen, I have. Uh... Oh no, I don't have any of it up there now. But I'm listen. I'm. I started. I started with Atari. That was my first, and then then was the regular Nintendo, then Super NES, and. And then eventually it, it led to PlayStation, and, and I'm up to PlayStation 4. But after I started podcasting, I kind of chilled and, and stopped stopped gaming because I was gaming a lot. I was, And then once I got into podcasts, it was like, okay, I love this. And so that's how my wife figured that. She's like, I know you're really dedicated to this because your PlayStation is over there collecting dust. You just have nothing <laughs> <to do it. laughs> my controllers aren't even charged. None of that. It, it, I just have not touched the PlayStation in, in probably two years now. My Xbox hasn't been on since I started this back up this, this past spring. So I I had it on a few times throughout. But like you know, you think about it. Yeah, get, get back to work, Corrado. Thanks again for joining him, man. That was definitely yeah, make a sure that, conversation. Make sure, make sure they, there's no more miners walking on the floor, man. <laughs> yeah casino life can't have him up in there no, get, oh, no get he's, yes. there. we both started security and um and eventually one year later i, I transferred over to uh to, to table games and i started dealing that's cool though man like i've i actually uh what was that show that was on tnt back in the day las vegas or whatnot it's oh, kind of like that yeah vegas, yeah, yeah. Ve- yeah that's what yeah he says no comment <laughs> <laughs> But no, back to the video game part, like, um, I'm a step behind you. I didn't have Atari. My older brother did, but I had – thanks, man. Um, but with with uh, with that, I had Nintendo was my first one, and then going into Super Nintendo and Nintendo 64 and on. But, you know, games have evolved so much. Oh, that's so life like first now. Started. Look, I can remember the first wrestling in a game I ever played, and it was it's nothing like the new wrestling games now where these, these – it looks lifelike. Like, the, the moves that you're doing on it. 
it was just probably a little kick here, kick there. <laughs> but it was nothing. <laughs> it was nothing like the moves you're doing now. I don't know if anybody remembers this. this is a huge arcade game, but the the driving game, the Cruising USA. Yeah. Cruising, cruising the world, yeah! This is a terrible rendition of what I just did, but that is exactly what would happen every single time you would put the coin into the machine and get into that steering wheel into the seat and play Cruising USA. Mine's was, uh, what was it? Um, popular in CC's Pizza, if y'all had CC's Pizza. It wasn't, it wasn't Cruising USA. What was the, um, wow, what was it? The car game? game? Marsha Thompson was hiding last week. <laughs> Sick, you know, listen, Sick is like has so much info on like on many different topics. Like we can bring up any different topic, and he has stats for it. This this Sick dude. is our Sick is our Rain Man, <laughs> definitely is. He says my first was WWF Royal Rumble for Super NES. Mine, what was mine was WWF WrestleMania for Super Nintendo. For no, it was Nintendo. It had Hulk Hogan on it. Yes, I had the game. I was playing it, and I was playing the games, but but I didn't watch the. I didn't watch it on TV. I don't know why. This is the one. This is the one where you. It would come down. It. They would come down in the in the in the in the ring. They would come down in the ring, let down. Yeah, in, in, in a smaller and, and, and ring. Like the, in the smaller yeah, the little, ring, uh, going down yeah, to the ring. Yep. Yeah, I remember that. Cart, yeah. Yeah. So. Like, I would still get these games, like, when I was a kid by, like, relatives, whatever, like, you know, during holidays or whatever for my Nintendo or whatever. Like, I was playing this stuff. But an actual fan of I'm watching Monday Night Raw every Monday and then Nitro and then SmackDown when that came out and then Thunder and then watching all that stuff. That happened to the Attitude Era. So, yeah, can't take credit for being a fan back in that time frame. Can take credit for playing the games because then once the Super Nintendo came out and the PlayStations came out, you could buy these games for next to nothing at stores. Which nowadays, if you got a great condition that hasn't been used or barely used, you can turn around and sell them and make money on them. Like there, it is. It goes to show that if you if you hold on to something, and you take care of it for a while, eventually there will have some value. One man's trash is another man's treasure. Vice oh yeah, person. people people are spending a ridiculous amount of money on these classic systems because it's just nostalgic. Some people just love that nostalgia. Did you drive the bus on cruising USA? I don't recall. At this current time, I do not recall. Um, that is where my younger youth of teens and 20s of smoking a bunch of cannabis at that point has uh, erased that point of my memory. However, it's probably not a bad memory to, to have. It's probably not a good memory to have at the same time if I don't remember it. So the, the memories that I mainly have are mostly good ones for the most point. I try my best to do that. And like there's there's flaws in everyone, and I still have some things I gotta fix. Like it's like the next person does. However, I can say I try my best to at least retain the positive ones because we only got so much hard drive space in our minds because we're humans. We're not actual real hard drives. Yeah. Oh, and okay, so you you brought it up. <laughs> you brought up the topic because me and you're both are uh, uh, cannabis and enthusiasts and <laughs> I can't, right, I can't even say the damn word. And <laughs> for some reason, anyway, me and you, me and you both like to partake in cannabis. <laughs> and so, you know, I get cracked on the snowman every morning now. Every time when I'm on and my introduction and all that. And but it's, I was like, I don't care. Like I don't care. Like, the reason I did that, the reason I came out on the coast is like, listen, I don't, I don't. I partake in the herbs. Yes, I do. Enthusiast, enthusiast. Yes, I'm enthusiast. So, yeah. For some reason, say I can't say that word right now. 
<laughs> I'm I'm an advocate for it. I'm an advocate for it. However, I'm not as loud as about like and you and I've had this conversation before off camera. Yeah. Like we're not as loud about it because we don't want that to be what defines us. No, yeah, um, we, we don't want it to be we're not that's like not, that's not we're what not we like are. Like, we're not like stupid. No. We're like we, like we like we 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 partake in it, but we keep like, it to ourselves. We don't like going out in public and just blazing up a glory. Not nah, we yeah, we we enjoy it in our own comforts of our home and, and stuff like that. We don't need there, to be out in the streets smoking. There's a time there's a time and place for it for one. There's also a, a timeline in place and sometimes you gotta take breaks from it. Um of course in certain aspects like myself currently with my job and stuff like I have to you know I can't I can't be doing that. But um however in my teens and my twenties I've definitely have even built devices like when i was a teenager i built this pvc pipe it was 10 foot long <laughs> had two holes drilled into it i drilled a stem in there and put a socket in there picked it up you packed a good amount of you know cannabinoids in there and you use a air compressor with the other hole and it's 10 foot long keep in mind so when you pack it and then you have to have a friend on the other end light it for you as you are pulling it through there you have about two foot of smoke and you have to cap it off with your hands so that way, even though the smoke's down at the bottom, it doesn't come up. Then you take a breath for a second because if you don't, you'll probably have some collapsed lungs when the next step happens. Because we just thought of this idea and put our engineering together at this point as 17 year olds. So then, after you catch your breath for a second from pulling all that smoke from a 10 foot tube, it's two, about two foot long. You say, All right, good. You put your mouth back over it. They press a button on the nozzle and it shoots the smoke straight up to your lungs. So you are knocked out. Keep in mind, you have to sit on a washing machine. We were sitting on the washing machine in my grandmother's basement, keep in mind, which was one. Sit on the basement, washing machine friend lights it that thing would knock your head off and back in the day when not in the two, early 2000s when you mainly just had like mids dro and dank or whatever it was and yeah. like swag or whatever it was there were some different crazy names back then there wasn't as many different kind of names and indica we oh, had trans like now that not like yeah. this trans now it's yeah, like, different like bury your mother shit like this some crazy it's only it yeah sick it was 10 foot long it was a 12 foot pvc we had to cut two feet off and, and, and cap it off just because the way our dimensions were i had a two foot bong at that point that i had gotten it was an acrylic bong that was two foot and we just measured it out and we just did it times five and that's how we measured it from two <laughs> times five because two times six just didn't quite work out with our math for some reason but i, I forget the the exact reason why we had to go from 10 but it was wild if I could get the friend on here to talk about the story, it would be great. But the timing is not going to work for today to get the other half of the story. Because, again, it was teamwork made the dream work. I could not do it by myself. I just know the ending result was that probably killed some brain cells that I do not recall <laughs> on certain things. So today I am an advocate for it for the following reasons. For people um, that genuinely need it for anxiety reasons or um you know, because, of course, we got different types of cancers out there. The snowman that we know who's battled his own version of it and is to where he is. Definitely sign off onto that. The ones that have to do it day in and day out, like when they wake up to when they're at lunchtime doing it, like every single point of the day and it controls them. It compels them kind of like how nicotine is. Yeah. I was there at that point with nicotine. I was there at certain aspects with weed, too. But my job that I have now actually has had me tighten up. Have I had some instances where I've taken from here and there from a rough day and have, have partaken in said activities? Yes. Do I advertise it? No, because I'm technically, you know, it's not a, a, a big thing where you're not supposed to be doing that kind of thing technically. However, when it comes to 
like advocate for you or somebody else if you need to do it regularly because that's something that you need to do from the hours of 8 to midnight. That's usually when I sign off on it. I say from 8 to midnight, every single person in the world should be allowed to smoke the ganj if they are allowed to based on whatever their career path is or whatever. If you need it Cat from Williams, 8 to 12. Cat but- Williams said it best. I'm saying if you can't smoke because of your job, boo-boo, go ahead make your bread. But if you don't, if you can, <laughs> you need to do it. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's basically the, the path where I'm going through. But at the same time, like, it's like anything. It's like drinking. You need to compartmentalize it. There's oh, different times for it. So definitely if, gotta, um... people who are full-time smokers, like, you know, have advocated and stuff, like, would, that, would I be okay with them having the bong with them on my show, taking bong hits during the show? No, not really, because like that could distract you from whatever our main concept of our show is. Yeah. So if you need to have a few cold ones, I'm, I may be hypocritical by saying it, but it's a lot easier to have a can and take a sip of something than it is to pick pack and fire it up at the same time. You can always, you can always cover the can, can you know what I'm saying? Drinking soda. True, but you know, it's it's like that being responsible about it. It's not really responsible to have a bong and take a bong hits during a no. during a show. And you know, it, it kind of like when I've smoked in the past, it takes me to a different mindset. Like it doesn't like completely like change you like a switch or anything, but for me mainly it mellows me out. It, I can't have an upbeat conversation like I'm having with you and stay on task and continue on with our premise of our show or whatever we're doing. If I'm smoking, because when I'm smoking, I like to have some music on, relax, decompress whatever has been going on throughout the day or whatever the time frame has been going on leading up to that. I'm more of an articulative smoker than those ones that have to do it all day. That's why I get frustrated with them, because they're like, I'm a functional smoker. Well, I'm not like that. (laughs) I have to do it from 8 to midnight. It's more like... You know, when I have done it more on a regular basis, like I don't really take a lot of Advil or prescription medications or stuff because I believe in the fact that that is more for wellness. And if you've got some, you know, some swelled up joints or whatever from whatever you've been doing, like with me, with with baseball or whatever, I would much more recommend using a CBD type of cream or taking a CBD because I will tell you this. I'm more partaking in CBD over the last five years since I've had my job than anything else like some there are certain times where you know of course i'll be like yeah this and this and that but when it comes to the overall perspective like sometimes you have to play your cards safe and there's other elements like whether it's the delta eight or whatever out there that you can still participate in to still get you along the same lines as like smoking weed yeah. you know but with my job and the things that i do currently i cannot do it nor can i really advertise whether I did or not, because if I did it six months ago on June 1st, and I'm telling you now, you can't really get me in trouble for that at my job. But when it comes to today, have I done it today? No, I have no. not. So um, when it comes to all that, I, you have to take things in a certain account. There's certain time frames, certain vacations, certain times of the year where you just got to roll the dice, play roulette. And so far, I've played it safe. If they find this tape, and they will. And they can look at certain times. I'll, I'll come about that when that time comes. But for right now, CBDs, Delta 8s, that's the main thing. But for you, for anybody else who has the freedom to do it every single day and day out, and I would just recommend this. My main motto was then from 8 to 12, because from 8 to 12, that is when everybody in this world 
as long as you don't work an overnight job. But if you work a daily job, I recommend from 8 to 12. And if you work a night job from 8 a.m. to 12 p.m. during the day, <laughs> that could be your time. From 8 to 12, you take that time. 8 a.m. or p.m. 8 a.m. or p.m. Either ma- it doesn't matter. Depending, depending on what your schedule fits. Exactly. Depending on that for responsibility reasons. However, this is my main point behind it. Self-healing. Because whether it's that um, whatever yoga, whatever it is, everybody has their vice. Like sick Diggy said earlier in our show today, everybody has their vice. And whether it's this, that, or the other, you got to do it at a responsible time to where it doesn't hurt others to where it doesn't hurt an image, a brand or whatnot. There's time and a place for everything. And that's my point of, that's why I, I would never show up on your show with, a 10 foot bong or whatever with an air compressor or whatever it is. It take bong hits when they're at a show because I just want to be able to deliver the best I can. If I'm like, yeah, bro, I can't have a conversation with you because my mind has been fried like a scrambled egg or whatever, or whatever has been fried. Like a, you know, cookout burger that snowman was talking about on the show earlier, then fried to the extreme. Well done. And I can't have a conversation with you if I'm over there token, one took over the line, sweet Jesus, it's like uh, they, they said in that shot in that song. But, but look at this. Look, look, we've having we having such a great time talking, man. We've gone over an hour. I love <laughs> it, man. That's what you know. And I've said this before with my <laughs> show. When you when you can go over an hour, it doesn't even feel like an hour. That's when you know you've had a great show. This that's that's when you know you've had a great conversation. Like the time, where the, where the hell did the time go? <laughs> like, I don't, like i don't even feel like we've been talking for a whole hour it's like and we actually been gone for out for 115 hour one hour 15 minutes actually 75 minutes man we're oh, 15 man. minutes away from 90 minutes unless you got you got some other questions <laughs> fire them on at me we can make this the longest oh, no, episode no, you've no, ever no, had. No, we good we good actually, <laughs> I, gotta, I gotta start going making dinner soon for the wife get home yeah, but now, now now it is the time for you to really plug away and let everybody know where they can find you at uh, Legacy Maker Sports Network is uh, the network that I work for. Um, yeah, you're right, Sick Dicky. Time definitely does fly. Um, the Legacy Maker Sports Network is the brand that I work for. Been a part of it for four years. Um, LegacyMakerSports.com is where you can find me doing sports. My video brand, because the video brand that I do is called Sertoba Media, it stands for the struggle is real to be awesome. Um, that is my my motto behind my video productions. Because like we were talking about earlier, and the struggles that I've been through to get from there to here and i haven't even scratched the surface of certain other areas but we only had 75 minutes for our show today however sertoba media the struggle is real to be awesome is the name of my media productions it's still in the earlier stages but you can find that at sertoba.com small enough character sertoba.com you can find it there so legacy maker sports network and sertoba.com my main show, my main project that I have to this day is the inner out sports debate which is the show that we have talked about uh, that you have been a part of their wise as well as snowman and Cole, who are the other ones you guys know from the show as well, that have been a part of my show, which you can find on the legacy maker sports network right now in about 48 minutes, you can catch that show, which will be a pre-recorded pre-produced episode that wise will actually be on a part of it. Yes, I'll be a part um, of it. Yes. Yeah. He'll be, definitely be on there. You, you see it's a 30 minute episode, which showcases all 26 contestants, 26 panelists in that 50 minute span. I appreciate everything everybody's done with that because my show is very special to me and everybody who has a hand in it. And from what's going forward, we definitely have some special things going forward as well. Um, Four year ride with legacy maker. I look forward to continuing that ride now with NFL season. 
hope to get a commander's game in here soon as that's our local game that we cover and uh that's basically what's on my plate going into the holidays, trying to survive. It is rough out here in these streets, Wiseau Hefe. I'm just glad to see another day to be here with you for this impromptu episode on the Stuck in My Mind podcast. Thank you again for having me here. It means a lot to me just as much as it does to you. Teamwork does definitely make the dream work, and I look forward to doing more with you down the line. Oh, we're definitely going to collaborate more, man. This is this is, this is just the beginning. Like You're showing my show, doing it. We're gonna definitely going to collaborate more. Because we have to, we have to, we, we we enjoy this too much not not to do not to do way more collaborations. So we're definitely going to be working on some projects together eventually. Maybe even do a wrestling thing. We, who knows? We, Absolutely, we yeah. This. We can discuss yep. this. We don't yeah, know. we will definitely discuss this. Absolutely, we've been on here for almost eighty minutes. We both are ter- we've we've been around sports in here, but we didn't even actually really talk about sports during this eighty minutes. Not really. That's the beautiful thing about this show. Because yeah, no, we we spoke we spoke on other things that we like to do, and and that's what that's what the show's about is to be able to 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 help promote you and pe- show people who you are who you are and what kind of person you are. And I got a soundbite for you before we roll out for anybody for anybody that's in media for anybody that's in media or just anybody in general out there in these streets you need to be a guest on this show the stuck in my mind podcast here with wise l jefe get your inner self out here on this camera on this feed bring it to light because you never know somebody out there could hear your story and can relate to that and i appreciate you having a show like this because seeing the other episodes with your other guests and definitely cole and having snowman and stuff you guys out there are doing great things and it's you guys that inspire me to do what I do on a weekly basis. So thank you very much. We're inspiring each other. And I know you've only been doing it for two years, but seeing what you guys are doing and knowing you in the, in the short time frames that I have, there's certain elements to what you do that inspire me. So for you guys out there in these streets that want to get to this point, this is one of the shows that you need to strive to be on. And I can mark that off my list today as a show that I was finally on. So thank you wise for having me on here today. I really appreciate um, it, brother. I appreciate you coming through, man. I was in a, I was in a bind. You stepped up, stepped up to the plate, hit a grand slam for me, brother. Thank you. I appreciate it, man. Greatly, greatly do. But don't leave just yet. Don't leave just yet. All right. But you say goodbyes. Say goodbyes right now, right quick. And uh, and then I got to do my shout outs. Hey, my man, I appreciate it. To you out there, Sick Dicky, thank you again for being a part of this show and Corrado and the others that were com- uh, commenting during the live stream, um, after this stream, for being a part of this show, uh, for being a part of my show. For those of you that are my fans that will eventually see this, as I will share this probably 27 times after this show ends, to make sure people see this great show and the great conversation that we had today. Thank all of you loyal people out there who enjoy what we do. And even if you don't enjoy sports or what we're talking about, the ones who even share it and are just fans of it because you like us. Thank you for being part of what we do and what makes special to us because if it wasn't for the fans and if it wasn't for people that were there consistently throughout when I started to go live, I couldn't guarantee that there would be a 50th episode or not only that, but the 50th episode wouldn't have even gotten here as fast as it did. So without the fans, without people like real wise El Jefe here, snowman, Brian snow, Cole Johnson, my guys at the legacy maker sports network, especially Darrell Owens, all of you there who have inspired me to step my game up from September 2018 to September 2022, thank all of you for what you've done for me. Because without you, for those of you even before the Legacy Maker Sports Network happened, I had my back when I was down and helped build me up to where I am now. 
all of you have a hand in it. Thank you very much for everything you've done. I am indebted to you for the rest of my life, and I will do what I do best here to do my best to up, uphold what I set out to do. So thank you. All right, brother. Don't leave just yet. All right, so now it is time for shout-outs. Big shout-out to Sick Diggy. Thank you, brother, for always coming through and showing love, man. Big shout-out to my man, Joaquin, for coming through. Insensitive Culture Podcast. That's it. Big shout-out to my man, Corrado. I love you, brother. Thank you and appreciate you so much. Oh, what's up, Angela? Big shout-out to my homegirl, Angela Castillo-Hernandez, whose podcast will be coming out in a month or so. It's going to uh, I Am Wild podcast. It's it's an amazing show. We've already got some shows in the can. We can't, we can't wait to, to release it and have her sh- shine her light because she's her, her and her partner, Arlene, they're, they're phenomenal. So thank you for sh- stopping by. Can't wait till you start having your show live and all that. Uh, big shout out to who else came through? Oh, man. Uh, ben for, for, for liking it. Everybody out there, big shout out to my real wise fam, Bobby J, Brandy J. Love you guys. Big shout out to the boss lady, Fina. Appreciate you, baby. Big shout out to my man Drew for coming through and 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 pinch hitting and doing what he does best, man. And as always, a big big shout out to all your essential workers out there. God bless y'all. Be safe. You know how your boy Wise does it. Peace out. Thanks for listening. Listen on iTunes, Podbean, Spotify, and TuneIn. Find us on social media on Twitter at wise underscore B underscore blunt, Instagram at wise underscore B underscore blunt, and a Facebook fan page, www.facebook slash wise76. Check back soon for new episodes. Until next time, peace out. Peace out.